0: Welcome to That Davis Show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. And of course, always along, you know, not even in the long, but leading at times, we have Ryan booker Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski One. He, of course, is the second producer of this show and Flipping Friends and every iteration that we have of different shows that we come up with moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Ryan?
1: Oh work the main work has been sucking but other than that I can't really complain life's been good you know it was a cloudy day here in Arizona which is crazy rare it was so nice it was like a refreshing like Illinois summer well summer weather but like a winter fall kind of day feel with the greatness skies. but I missed it I like that greatness I was like man it's
0: nice to have a cloudy day once in a while Oh, it's nice to have a cloudy day every once in a while. Hey, okay, it's summertime it's here, buddy. So away from you. it's not. It's nothing. That's you not a, brag, pull that that's on
1: that's a flex. Uh-huh. That just,
0: I feel like your bicep was was no. really
1: when they average. They average like like three hundred and forty days of sunshine here. Like you miss a cloudy day once in a while. Oh, okay. All right, going oh. on to the show. Oh man, how are you doing? How about that? So it's apparently uh, the gray's coming and you're going to be upset
0: um, I just we talked about before the show I had to rescind a bid that uh, we had on the home uh, The inspector came in and things went left <laughs> when it, went, it was bad business It was a lot of DIY stuff In, in times when you don't want DIY stuff Uh, So from the electrical and I mean, the house, the home seemed like it had no issue, but it still wasn't up to code Uh, just all over the place. There was some some asbestos. Uh, It was just uh, it wasn't popping. Uh, The home was a, a nice a uh, nice home with modern amenities, but still had a lot of the the original buildings from the house. The house was built 100 years ago, or almost 100 years ago, so it still had a lot of those. The craftsmanship that they used to put in back in the days when they used to build stuff like that, so instead of being torn out. So it was, it, was, it had a character to it. Uh, but we had to let it go. I was just told you, I was looking at my phone and I saw that it it was pending for us and it it jumped back on the market. So that was my day yesterday. It sucked, but it is what it is and I move on and we are going to jump into some sports and liven it up. We're going to start off on a good note going off top. Off top? Take it from the tippy. Uh, shout out to Carl Nazib. I'm sorry, let me pronounce that cor- correctly. Uh, the Raiders defensive end. Uh, came out uh, yesterday and let everyone know that he's a part of the LGBTQ community. He's a, he's a gay brother. He's a, not a brother, but he's a brother. All right. He's a, uh, <laughs> but he came out yesterday and I commend him being uh, one, uh, being the first pl- active player to actually come out. There have been a lot of NFL players and even in other sports, former players that have come out after they have retired uh, to announce that they were gay. Uh, but this gentleman did it still young, would run a big 10 player of the year in 2015 with Penn state. Uh, so, you know, he's in the, he's in still the early years of his career. I think he got drafted by the Browns uh, played for the bucks and then ended up signing a contract with the Raiders. Uh, but you know, it's good for our friends in the LGBT community to see someone that looks like them stand out and not have to hide. I just, I, I, I wish him a lot because football I wonder how it's going to be on the field versus other teams, but also in the locker room with some of his uh, teammates. Um, so that's where it's like, I commend you and I hope you build for it. Not to say that you shouldn't have done it because you should live your truth. If I was gay, I would want to live my truth. Um, but you should live your truth. But I by committing for how hard it may be, there's already a lot of crosstalk on football fields and in locker rooms, um, especially if, if the adrenaline is rushing. So add to that this gentleman's sexuality, and you, and you know, depending on some other how some people feel about that. Um, I just give I, I'm sending them energy just to be able to persevere through it. Uh, seems I, I never really paid attention to the young man before, but seems to have a good head on his shoulders. Uh seems to, that he has a lot of a lot of joy in his heart. So from from this show, from Ryan and myself, just wishing uh Carl Nazi uh the best because dude, you jumped out I, I mean it's in a positive way, you jumped out the window because who I d I didn't I we all knew it was coming. Um especially it seemed like a few years ago you thought it was coming. Uh but for him to to do that. Um, I commend him uh, for taking that step and helping a lot of people. Uh, Also, I believe, um, I forget, it's Trevor, whatever the charity that he pledged to to help, prevent suicides and lgbtq i don't know if it's younger people or if it's for everyone that that hundred thousand dollars that he he gave them the nfl match and they have been over uh 50 percent higher in the money being poured in so another good thing come out of it but i, I wanted to commend him and lead off the show uh talking about uh Hassett uh having the courage to step out and be a whole his whole self
1: yeah i think uh i heard on crosstalk today on seven the score between Lawrence and Dan Bernstein and Dan Bernstein who's usually a pretty reliable source put out a, a very interesting statistic that when it comes to suicides by people that are part of the LGBTQ community having like a supportive adult in your life like 40% reason, less yes
0: yeah like, I heard that I, was, I didn't like, see it on there but I saw that I did see that today uh, I think now LZ Granderson I believe yeah that's crazy Just having a parent or someone. supportive adult
1: in your (laughs) life, just one drops at 40%. So like you said, just to be that kind of like icon for anyone that maybe doesn't have that support and just show Mm. them that, hey, you can do it. You can do anything. And there is people out there that will support you. Uh, It's just a really positive
0: thing. I was happy mm-hmm. for it too. I was definitely happy for it too. So we commend you, uh, Carl. And listen, go out there and get you a, get, get to the Pro Bowl. I, you're not gonna win the championship with uh, Chucky coaching you, but go get you go get you a Pro Bowl, man, and take it take it to even higher levels. You know what I'm saying? Get on even higher platforms to go out there and help. The young kids in the LGBTQ community and the adults, but in particularly the young kids, as Ryan was just talking about, that are, are fighting because, you know, people have their prejudices. You know what I'm saying? And people just need to just let go. You know what I'm saying? Let someone be who they are. You want to be who you are. All right. On a sad, but somebody needs to uh, somebody needs to get some furniture moving. All right. There needs to be uh, a fade given. All right, and this is about, and this is an article from the Tribune. Uh, Phil Thompson, friend of the show, uh, put out about Ben Zobrist, the former uh, former Cub, 2016 MVP, has filed a lawsuit accusing his former minister of having a sexual relation with his wife Juliana and defrauding Zobrist's Char- charity foundation. Uh, the lawsuit is against Byron Yon, CEO of the Nashville Area Counseling Forum, First, Forrest Kane Co., and it seeks $6 million in punitive and compensatory damages through the trial. Yon's attorney at the end of the, said this, at the end of the day, a woman has the right to choose who she wants to be with. All right, we're in the middle of litigation, that's all I can say. According to the lawsuit, Yon began having a daily conversation with Julianne in August of 2018, then began secretly pursuing an intimate relationship with Ms. Mr. Zober's wife the following month. His romantic involvement with Mrs. Zobris escalated in the spring of 2019 when he began meeting her for sex. The suit claims. Right, Zobris contends that the lawsuit, that Juliana and Jan still uh, was still serving as a counselor, continued their uh, continued their relationship in 2020 and kept the secret by using burner phones, which Jan's wife found Whoa. out and hit. Yeah, Jan's wife found out and hit Zobris like, let me tell you what's really going on. Uh, Jan, according to the suit. Of the right, look, Zobras tells Jan, like, dude, I'm not going to training camp, man. My wife is filing them papers, I gotta stay here and fight for my family. Jan replied to him, right? This is the type of dirt, dirty ass bastard that Jan is, right? Playing with religion, too, right? Jan, according to the suit, responded, That's heavy, friend. Jans love you and your family whatever you need whatever you need to do grace he does yeah he loves your family all right <laughs> <Intimately>. <laughs> listen dog ben zobris i don't know ben zobris personally but i know he better have run the fuck out of this dude's neck all right like this i'm not even talking about for definitely for what he did to your wife but bump her he disrespected you on so many different levels that fisticuffs and a lawsuit is the only way to start feeling better about the way that you've been been, a, been taken advantage of by this charlatan and hustler Yon, uh, uh, who's just out here yeah. pumping everybody's, Byron Yon, pumping everybody's wife. No, he'll pass it like, man, I'm about to hit that. Now, think about it. Shorty was like, they was doing counseling and he had counseling thinking about knocking your lady old lady up. You know what I'm saying? Getting horny off of y- y'all. Listen, you that the worst part you're telling him your warts and what why your relationship isn't working, and he's basically using that against you to get into your right. wife's panties, right? Dude, this and dude your charity, to, oh, yeah, not the friend. He also said defrauded the charity, or right, he was getting paid $36,000, <laughs> $36, he, he was getting paid $36,000 uh, annually to run it. But they said that he uh, made some false claims, or he was doing so. He taking take some trips or doing something. I believe. I, I know Zoper is paid for his family to go on trip. I, I so sh- he's I not just screwing
1: that. his wife. He's screwing his accountant too.
0: No, nah, he thinks you a full, full born hoe. Can man. we go
1: to the booth? Instant replay. Was it over the line that hands need to be laid when he was telling them, friend whatever you need for your kids? Bless. Yes. Them?
0: Yes. Was dude. that the point? That's when dude dude. As soon as the burner phones came out, I would have told his wife, I would have told his wife, don't even say nothing, right? I, she, maybe, she, maybe she did. I'd be like, don't let him know I know, right? I'm gonna hit him up. Uh I ain't even gonna hit him up because I don't even want him to get on alert because you she may have said something. I'm just pulling up. I'm pulling up, right? I'm pulling up, dude, and I'm beating, I'm beating in the daylights out of this cat. This cat. Has crossed several lines. And the only way to, to start my healing is to let my fist pound on his face. All right. To get me getting back into the, the, my groove of how life should be. If you ruin my relationship, right? And you, you, you took my wife, right? Now, you know, they probably gonna get married. Well, that's gonna be the crazy part. So, boy, and then on this, so you gonna be around my kids too? Right. With my money? With my money? I don't think so. <laughs> Listen. I don't think so. This I don't know what type of prenup my man had, but he need to be getting some of them dollars back because Shuddy, she went she went totally the wrong way with this. It's too no many men out he here. Couldn't play that year. I know. There's so yes. much going on. Right. Like you, you, and we were joking, dude. This is serious business right here, man. What type, of li-? dude? I'm telling you, you Lucky Ben Zobras has. I don't know if he has. You Lucky Zob, you, you caught. I mean, you caught one with Zobras. because listen. A lot of people would kill you. Just straight up kill you. Now me, I ain't going to jail for your ass. All right? It ain't worth that. It's not worth that. You can have, a, y'all not going to be around my kids, though. I'm going to tell you that right now. Y'all not gonna be around my kids, man. All right, like she gonna have to I, I know that's gonna be a problem, but it's just the truth. Y'all not gonna be around my kids. But yeah, that was uh that jumped out to me reading that article for Phil uh today. Just the treachery of a Byron Yon. You know what I'm saying? The, the, one of the most treacherous passes yeah, this side like, of the Mississippi. Uh, th- I, what's the expression? The balls on this one? I don't like. know. I don't know that expression. <laughs> I don't never heard of that one. <laughs> oh the what? balls on this yeah I mean, no no I yeah. thought you how you said it you don't know, saying it, it, it sounded different from you saying oh, okay. the balls on I, this I dude the balls right? on this one yeah the, like the audacity the, the audacity, that... the audacity <sighs> to sit there and do to be a passer and never never tell himself you know what I shouldn't do this right or go to Ben Zobris and be honest with him like dude right. I didn't mean it's listen it was a song by uh This dude named Uncle Sam, he was uh, on a label that Boyz Samantha created, and they wrote this beautiful song called I Don't Want to See You. What? I don't ever want to see you again. I don't, I don't. So they make this, it's a terrific song, right? But I remember back in the days when it came out, I was like, dude, this can't be your first song. Because the song goes like this. Um, It it, it talks about he got a letter, right? And he didn't want to open it, but he opened it. And there was a letter from his best friend detailing how, damn, I know why you're so, so in love with her because I'm sleeping with her, right? Ugh. Right. And it's a cold, the song is cold. But it was like, how's he going to come back with another song and we know he getting played like this? Because you just, it's, I'm sorry, bro. We're never going to look at you. First, your name is Uncle Sam, right? We're never going to look at you right. They gave you, this, you came up and they gave you this name. They gave him a hit, but this should have been his, it really should have been his third hit his third single rather. Right. But this is, it shouldn't have been the lead single because it's like, damn, that's dope. But damn, son, she played the hell out of your ass, right? And he could have at least have done that, had come to him and be like, listen, I I have made a transgression against your family. I apologize. I understand that you may never forgive me for this, but I don't want to be in the shadows about it because I've already done so much damage to you and your own. I, I, I had to tell you, and I apologize. Not saying it is over. I think he said me. it oh. in the in between. You have to read between the words when he's saying, "Bless up, friend." I'm here. For you. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Uh, listen, you know what really, what really, what how do really felt when he found that out. Damn, I'm not gonna get all that time to be over there banging his old lady. He he was hoping for that spring training, boy. He was like, man,
1: yeah, he go to spring training. <laughs>
0: oh man, that's when we get nasty, nasty, right? Like, oh man, this dude right here, dude. I I gotta admit, I may have I may have had to pull up outside his crib with the strap in my lap and talk myself out of that one. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, Just and I'm that's not listening, buddy. I'm not a jealous type of person right it's it's just the, the level of disrespect yeah. here right? and on top I mean, of like you just said you're, you're, yeah you're, 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 you're stealing from a charity right but also you're, you're counseling me and my wife and you're, you're breaking up a wife? hole completely and you're the pastor your name
1: right. has pastor in it right and then you're offering help with the kids Man.
0: whatever you need dude, whatever you dude. need
1: well, you he, know what he, I need? I need you to get the hell out of
0: my life. Right. He he found him a, the right one right there because a lot of cats would have took his head off, but that's enough time given to his bastard known as Byron Young. All right, who should live in Any infamy. church with a pastor named this man. Listen, man. D- d- don't don't attend it. Don't trust it. And f- one, keep him the hell away from your wife. This is a this right? is a
1: pastard.
0: Not a, not a pastard. <laughs> Right, this 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 dude, man, this this dude lusts for a married woman. But yeah, uh, shout out to Ben the Zobris, old. man. Keep keep your head up, keep your head up, Ben, man. It, first you had the ring incident, right, and then oh, you you yeah. had right, just man, is he on hard times? You know what I'm saying? And now you have this, like it it hasn't been right for Ben Zobris, man, for a, a couple years at least, man. But it's gonna get better, man. It's gonna be some more out there for you, bro. Believe it. Some more out there for you, man. But you you I hope you took his head off, bro, twice. Be honest with you. Run up on you, you gotta be full Matt Barnes with this, man. Full a whole a whole Matt Barnes, not a half of Matt Barnes. A whole whole Matt Barnes. Listen, compared to what Derek Fisher did, that Derek Fisher basically damn near didn't even do nothing. Compared to right? I mean, Derek. Right, because Derek, Derek Fisher
1: is crazy. Right. right. This is
0: a this is the pastor that's counseling you on your marriage and he works for you. All right. This is totally different. I mean, this is this is this takes it to a whole <laughs> I'm right. saying a whole nother level doesn't tell you enough that it's has, had the level that it it's taken it to. This dude needs to be reprimanded by the Lord and by the fist of Zobrist. Oh man. Like Derek Fisher was just staying at his house. It wasn't like destroying his house. Well, he was destroying something. <laughs> it's going to take a little while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Moving basketball? Along. Exactly. Moving, moving <laughs> along. Listen, we, we have uh, one of the more entertaining NBA playoffs that we've had. I think a few years ago, two years at least, we said that the league is, is is transitioning into good hands as far as these young and up and coming players. Uh you look at what Devin Booker did Devin Booker did that first game with Chris Paul out getting his first triple double of his career. Uh you look at listen. You put, last year we was give, we was commending him, saying man look out for him. This is your number 2 guy and then he 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 he, he playoff peed himself, pandemic peed himself. Paul George has stepped up with with Kawhi Leonard being out due to his knee. You know what I'm saying? So just even that series, uh, and it's all going on right now. Um, it's definitely an entertaining series. It seems like I would pull. I'm, I'm pulling. I'm not pulling. Well, yeah, I get, the Clippers always pull me in, but I can't believe the Clippers can win a championship without Kawhi. So I love Chris Paul, so I'm, I'm pulling for Chris Paul. But I think that um, the Greek freak is, is going to beat them. You know what I'm saying? That was our team that we're rooting for. Ah, remember we were just sitting here. We could go right, like, right. baby, Baltimore. We're back in business. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You our, know, our honestly, Bucks. I thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought the winner of that game seven between the Bucks and Nets was for the finals at this
0: point in time. I feel you. Only thing still. Is that damn Trey Young, who I said was my dark horse for MVP at the beginning of this year? That that damn Trey Young can't be
1: trusted. We had our thing. You had Trey Young. I had the
0: Suns. Right, right. So I mean, we had we didn't we we did a good year. Yeah, we did good this year. You know what I'm saying? So, so dude, uh, listen. We definitely have to talk about what took place in Philadelphia. And it's definitely a lot of this falls on Ben Simmons, but Doc Rivers has to come come down here uh, and take these take these lashes. All right, you know we got to send them out to Maywood. Uh, Even Joel, listen. Sometimes, and this goes to Doc. Sometimes that offense when it's like my center's trying to go one on one, it's like no no no. Especially from twenty feet away, it's like nah, dude. One, you running off a lot of clock. This ball needs to move around, and you need to find the easiest matchup. Now, of course, you can say having one of, if not the best center if or the second-best center in the league since Joker won the MVP, um, that that's, that is your mismatch. But still, you can get easier shots. So I blame that on Doc and Joel. Uh, ben Simmons, whew, they do really you want, sh- Do you want what? any of that Ben Simmons to the
1: Bulls? no no nah, 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 I know you're about to go into with the Ben, but I, I was wondering your thoughts no. on that thing too.
0: I mean, the the th- the fact that he refuses to shoot really talks a lot about his mental makeup. I mean, just the straight refusal to do it. It, it says, it talks about his stubbornness. It talks about his awkwardness and fear of. Uh, showing his weakness and growing through his weakness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's ridiculous. No, I wouldn't want a player like him because I don't think you can unlock him. And also, even if he is uh, gets decent from 10 feet away, um, he'll never be the full player that he is because he's already shown you he's not going to work for it. Like, how many summers did we hear, like, man, he's taking some crazy right. shoot. Right. Like, he's not he's not going to really put in the work for it because the work would have shown by now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's he's, he's been about, in the league.
1: Go ahead. One more trade. I thought this was interesting that I heard. What about uh, for C.J. McCollum? If they did Simmons and McCollum, would that help the Trailblazers having Ben Simmons next to Dame Lillard with his defense, but still some ball handling and just being such a big size versus keeping CJ McCollum and doing their thing all over
0: again. I think you can find somebody better in the trade with McCollum. I think, though, it would help Ben. I think he would he would be better. Because, I mean, you got to look at it. CJ has the ball in his hands sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's Dame's team. But CJ has the ball in his hands. But will Dame... Settle for Ben at times, just just a spot of God. Not saying he can't do it. Uh, it would unlock Ben because you can make the post area his, though. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to worry about Joel being down there. It can just be Ben down there all the time. Um, but I think CJ McCollum's value is higher. I mean, Ben Simmons' value is janky right now, man. Like that's the thing that y- you had to get up out of here, out of there early. And me personally. I would have probably made the Houston deal to bring and James Harden there is probably what I would have ended up doing um, because we all always knew that Ben and, and, and Joel don't make, they don't match up well together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Ben, even to get the best out of Ben, you can't have somebody clogging the lanes. You know what I'm right. saying? So it'd be better, even if he was playing with another big, it'd be better to play with a big like Joker to where he's going to sit there and be at the elbow running the point and you can sit there and Mm -hmm. do crazy ish from the baseline and whatever, you know what I'm saying, cuts and things like that. So, I mean, it's just, man, I mean, his stubbornness, man, speaks volumes. You know what I'm saying? It speaks, speaks values to the immaturity that this young man has, man. So, I mean, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. I know a friend of the show, uh, Brian Crawford, is always – said this I think even I'm thinking Eugene from the bigs they never liked him I thought he was better than this at the beginning you know what I'm saying but the fact that it's what he's five Well, he has his max deal so he's five years in he's five in five fifth or sixth Mm -hmm. season right Mm -hmm. and he's he's worse really you know what I'm saying like yeah
1: I mean just a liability from the free throw line like you if you can't shoot you have to make free throws mm-hmm. period. End of story. Cause your other skill in offense is either going to be passing or running the break down low, being athletic. When they take that away from you, you've got to have some kind of counter offensively. And that's my problem with Ben Simmons. He is just a horrendous, like he can't shoot period whatsoever. He can't even shoot from the free throw line. And like, Dog. do you I'm want sure a six ten guard?
0: Just be your post guy. Dude, he should at least be playing kind of like Giannis, with and he has a much better handle. Like he should be trying to ch- euro step his way down through that lane. Right. I mean, he he should be trying to get easy buckets, Um, and, and even especially in particularly the time when Joel's not in the game, he should play like he played when he was injured, or like he played during that Utah game when he got 40 on Gobert. Like, mm. dude, I mean. Man, shorty sure is listen. This is why. This is why. One reason I I, I wanted him out of there, Doc. It's gonna get a shorter and shorter leash for Doc as people. That that championship is, is, is that Celtics championship is a long ass time. What was that? Oh eight is a long oh, ass yeah. a long ass time ago compared to all these early exits. And what was you, that? Uh, two dynasties
1: ago when they were the dynasty.
0: Yeah, dude. You <laughs> you sat there. And I would have been trying to get Ben Ass out early because I don't want to go down with this one. You know what I'm saying? It's bad enough that PG got you fired last year, right? But but looking at Ben, I would have been like, man, we we got it. Daryl Murray, do your magic and bring your guy in because it would have been such a nice fit between James and Joel from the inside outside game. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been it would have been sweet. Um, but man, and then especially Houston, they ain't even get nothing for 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 trading away uh their best player in James Harden. All right. Like they didn't they didn't even get like it's you at least should have gotten Ben Simmons right? Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness man. Oh my goodness. But yeah that one was uh that was terrible. Watching
1: form, that
0: for, uh, James Harden injured again. That's what happens when you you don't come into camp ready. You not you you, you also on a shortened seat from a shortened from a shortened offseason. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't going to be all roses. You know, trying to sit there and get acclimated, and you showed up out of shape like an mf. You know what I'm saying? And it, it came back to haunt y'all. You know, and that's going to be something with that team in the future because what they only got one more year, and today they, they can all opt out. I believe after 2022. Um and you know Kyrie Kyrie's you never know what Kyrie's gonna do. Right. right. All right. Like you never you right. never
1: know. You know you never know what
0: <laughs> the only you thing never you know is him. he's probably gonna get hurt. That's the only right. thing. You know, so you you never you definitely never know. Um, but yeah, I was happy to see, even though it's because Kyrie went down. I was happy to see right. the Bucks make it out of uh that series against the Nets. That was a team that I wanted to win. Um and going into the these these conference finals looking at Again, the Bucks versus the the Atlanta Hawks. Um, That's gonna be the, fun. Yeah, I think the Bucks have enough to get past Atlanta. I think that Drew Holiday should be able to stay in front of Trey Young at times, but also defensively, if, if Drew Holiday gets Trey Young on him, he should be easily be able to exploit him. Um, they can listen. They got some athletic bigs and Collins and Clint Capella as far as standing in front of Joel and B, but I don't know if they're as committed yeah. to that to, to, to setting that wall. Um, they definitely have the coach that can get them going in the right way in Nate McMillan, but I think they're a year early. Um, but yeah. them, but still being able to, to pull it off and beat a Philadelphia team. But now we know it's a Philadelphia team with chinks in his armor. You know what I'm saying? And they 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 they, they flashed a bright light on those uh, flaws. Uh, what was so it, more
1: disappointing in your mind?
0: Was it the ending of how
1: Utah finished that series or how Philly finished that series?
0: I would say Philly because Donovan Mitchell was hurt. True. So like so if Donovan, Donovan Mitchell is at 100 percent, then I would go with Utah having the best record because we had Utah coming out of the West. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah. Um, but when you when you when, and that's the thing too with someone like Spider Mitchell, and it's it's the same who is the person that he his cop is Dwayne Wade. And it was the same way where, you remember, you remember how early they had to kind of put weight on a minute restriction? You know what I'm saying? Then he finally had that, came back, and it was at Olympics where he was a sixth man, and he, he was finally healthy for a period of time, and then LeBron came or whatever. Then LeBron was right. kind of pissed because he didn't know before some games that D-Wade wasn't going to even play. You know, like, think about that because you, you're probably going to see some of that. With Donovan Mitchell, with the type of freakish athlete he is in the lanes, but the jump, the jumper is what separates him and Wade. He's not greater than Wade at this point. But uh, no, I would say Philly because think about the leads they had, um, and, and and also it's just the characters involved: Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, Joel and B, Ben Simmons,
1: and I think it's Atlanta itself. Is-
0: is part of that
1: character because I think you're right I think they're a year early so that was like the series they were supposed to
0: lose Mm -hmm. I agree but I do believe in some ways this would be a more entertaining Eastern Conference final because we're getting Ben Simmons out of there Atlanta's
1: gotta score baby they gotta score 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 and keep scoring some more because I
0: don't but, think they have enough defense to even stop. I don't. I, I, I don't either. But we'll we'll definitely see. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Um, it's good to see Giannis break through because and he Chris was Middleton. never. Um, he, oh, Chris Middleton. All right. Uh, shout out to Rob Schaefer, uh, from NBC. Uh, he's a, Chris Middleton's this guy. Uh, Chris Middleton, how he's jumped in being a, a legit number two and at times taking up that de- the defense. He may have got smoked at the time, but that D that he was putting on, Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? Right. The, the easy easiness that he played with confidence, Chris Middleton is, is really, really real, real. At times, he used to disappear. You usually don't see a player, especially this late in his career, make it through and persevere to the other side of that, You know, especially when people have looked around and been like, dude, he need a running mate. Where you at? You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like that game, in the playoffs last year when Giannis fouled out and Middleton went for, like, 55. And the next game, or it was was either the next game or the game after he was just a waste, right? But I, I think that, and I'm telling him, like, listen, you have to be X. And he came back like X this year. Shout out right. to Chris Middleton for taking that step. Cause now Giannis does have a number two and you added, you added Drew holiday too bad. They couldn't have gotten that, that, but trade fell through due to leaking of them. Uh, it being leaked out. But man, that's, and now it's going to be probably part of the storyline since he went to Atlanta. That, yeah. Hey, could you imagine him on the the Dude. Oh boy, Oh boy. And it, it would have been nice. It would have been nice. It would have been nice, man. But yeah, I'm looking at, uh, this finals to probably end up being, um, the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Two small market teams. Phoenix hasn't been there since the Barkley era. The Bucks haven't been there since after Kareem. I think they went to one when Kareem left to go uh, to the Lakers. I think they went to one with just Oscar. Um, I think I saw that like a week or two ago. For it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so this has been a long time for both of these organizations uh, especially the disappointments, like man, just think about Giannis' first MVP losing, Kawhi uh, basically knocking him out, right? Kawhi was like, "I'm a, I'm a D him up," right? Then last year in the bubble, the Heat kicked their teeth in, and we like, "Oh snap, this ain't never gonna work," right? Mm-hmm. then they then they make the trade of course like I just said the Bogdanovich part fell through but they got they brought in Drew Holiday I, I love the, the I love some of the the, the the people they bring in they brought in like Bobby Portis I love them having Bobby Portis on yeah. their team right he is yeah. the perfect player for a team like a, a big that can shoot and it is nasty and nobody wants to mess with it's a right. perfect yeah it's one of the perfect players to have on a squad like that it's I'm trying to think of who else on there I
1: like DiVincenzo but yeah, Unfortunately,
0: he's, he's hurt. Unfortunately, yeah. he's hurt. Um, but he's but a trying, nice who else do they have on that squad? I'm blanking now. There's on like a, one more like, person.
1: Uh, Notre Dame, Pat Connaughton, that's been hitting a ton <laughs> of threes for them.
0: I, I feel like I know they don't, but I feel like they have a Morris twin on there uh, or Morris twin like <laughs> on that team that I'm not. I'm not respecting, right? Like, I, oh, or it's like it's like, and again, I don't know who I'm blanking on, so or some type of Nicholas Batum. Like, I feel like there's a bench player that stepped up that I'm I'm blanking on, but maybe I'm just wrong. I'm I have racking my brain leave. to make sure I'm not
1: forgetting. I have to look. I
0: have them. to look at the roster uh, before I just real quick. Bucks, because I'm.
1: Remembering Brooke Lopez, remembering the Conaton, remembering
0: oh, PJ Tucker. It's PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is who uh, who I'm. That is a low red Morris twin right there. It's PJ Tucker. That's why I said him. It's like a Morris. It's PJ Tucker. Well, PJ Tucker. That's boy. Morris senior right there. <laughs> PJ Tucker want all that smoke and got all the kicks to go along with it, but yeah, PJ Tucker um, is who likes that 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 finally that trade finally bear, bore fruit during the net series. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they were been waiting to really get PJ Tucker. You know what I'm saying? And they right. that was that was that was corner three hitting in your yeah. face defending right. ish talking PJ Tucker. You know what I'm saying, and how it galvanized that team's defense. Uh, but yeah, PJ Tucker, is who who I was blanking out on. So yeah, that, I like that squad. Uh, but listen, if Mike Budenholzer was this close to getting fired. Oh that man, is, it was gonna be on you, buddy. And you better listen. You better be able to, to switch up and adapt during the series quicker than what you've been doing. But uh, Mike Budenholzer, you may get you one now. You may bring. You may finally bring home a title to uh, from one of uh, pops. Uh, kids as far as from his coaching tree. Uh, They need it. They need it over there. They need it desperately.
1: What do you think? Um, Who has the better shot? The Hawks or the Clippers of reaching the finals?
0: That's a good question. I got to go with the Hawks because of Kawhi. Like if Kawhi, listen, if you even tell me and it's like now it's like is his ACL torn or not? Because at first it was like his ACL's torn. But they keep saying he's not going to play in a game like there may be an option. If you telling me he's going to brace up, right, mm-hmm. and he's coming out and he's going to give you 65 maybe. I don't know if it's Ooh. a complete – because if he, he's going to tear, if it's not completely torn, he's, <laughs> he's going to tear it, all right? Like yeah. from taking from someone who's torn ACL, who injured it and then later on kept kind of re-injuring it until it finally tore, right? Which yeah. is probably I needed it to tear anyway because it was going to tear anyway, right? right. Um, b- but yeah, this it's you have it's not a chance. So I have to say the Hawks because man, Trey Young is is I never got and listen. I, let, let me pat myself on the back. I said on Sports Feed that year when the Bulls were were, were drafted. And I said, man. Forget it. Just give me Trey Young. Like I, I just want to be entertained. Cause people was acting like what Shuddy was doing to Oklahoma with some smoky mirrors when he was leading the nation and scoring and assists. You, is you can't just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's and it, and it would be different compared to now. Trey Young was doing that in Oklahoma, and this was the NBA from 25 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Then oh, it will be yeah. like, you You know what? He, he would still be good in the NBA, but he'd be like a specialist primarily. Yeah, he'd be a spot-up yeah. shooter because he'd just be too small. Yeah, you know what i Right, you could put your hands on him or whatever. He wouldn't be able to get into the lane as easily as he gets to the lane. But for, for what he was doing in college four years ago and, and the the league already being wide open and already seeing – uh uh um steph curry doing it i was like shutty's gonna be good the question is is he gonna be as good as he was at college you know what i'm saying like that was the question but he wasn't gonna be a bus some people was acting like he was gonna be a bus which was crazy i mean we you all we were always worried about his height and his defense which you still are gonna be worried about right always. but still the fact that Shuddy can shoot it from anywhere and get into the lane when he wants to and he's a natural passer like this isn't like Oh, I'm learning on the job and to become right. a willing passer. He was a willing passer when he was in college for that one season. Sure. But uh yeah, I would have to say I would have, and also, man, listen, he look high outside how out there sometimes, but the fury of a John Collins man, <laughs> woof. I hope <laughs> they keep him. I don't know how you're gonna really use him, but I hope they would keep the seat the man. That that dunk he did on Joel Embiid, and then he had the, the nerve to wear a t-shirt of the dunk to the post game of the next oh. of game seven. Oh, it was nasty. The disrespect was tasty, um, it, dude. That man, it's been a good. It's been it's been a good playoffs. I hate this that that the Nets lost to attrition. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate yeah. saying that, but I mean it's the same thing that happened to the Golden State when KD and Clay went down. You know, and uh, and Kawhi won it with Toronto. But I, you hate to see it because you want it, you want everybody to have all their bullets in the, in, in the barrel and uh when, and everyone have a fair shot when they're we're getting to the playoffs. <sighs> Yeah, no doubt about it. But I
1: mean, the only thing is Kyrie and Harden, they get hurt. That's their thing.
0: Well, well not James Harden. James Harden Lately, really really doesn't get hurt majority of the time. Harden, majority well, you of know the time. No. The, the, the problem with Harden is he gets worn down at, in the playoffs and at the end of the year that's, that's true. the he, he loses true. gas has been his real problem where you don't get those regular season performances because either the defense is ticked up but also he's just he's gassed out that system that then tony was no, think it but then tony was was using then tony was using James Harden like dave włastek was using Ricky Williams in Miami abusively right like you think Dave Lillard wants that? He's interested in the, the trailblazers job. I mean, if th- <laughs> they don't play any defense, I mean, but I think Lillard's going to want to bring a brother because they had that brother. They had that brother that got fired in Milwaukee. Was it one of their coaches? One of their Jason former coaches. No, no, no. One of the former. He was an assistant. I should have said that. One of the former uh, uh, coaches for the um, the the Portland Trailblazers Went to another team last year and got fired. And I remember Dame and CJ being like, What the hell? Like say, or he didn't get he didn't get a job. No, no. You know what happened? He was in Minnesota. And when they sat there and he should have been the next man up when they got rid of Saunders uh, flips son or something. I believe, I think it was Minnesota and they skipped, they didn't go to dude. They went to somebody else or they brought in somebody else. I can't even remember what Minnesota did. That's when they were like, man, what the hell? Cause dude basically went there to be, you know, I'm next man up or whatever. I believe, you know what I'm saying? But I can't, I can't remember. But it was a situation like that to the point where I think he's going to want to be like, Hey, this is about that time. All right. But, um, I don't know. Damn, the bad, real thing with damn is he just needs to get his ass out of Portland. I mean, that's just, I hate to say it, you know, I hope he don't end uh, up, like, doing too much. And like being, trailblazers. Being with LeBron, but he needs to be with someone else. No. All right? He needs, to find, he needs to find his way to Philadelphia. All right? <laughs> he with Joel. As you know, so, listen, you know, listen, CJ McCollum in his heart of hearts is like, well, I love being here. But if you tell me I'm going to go out East and we already know that CJ is going to have a job in the business talking, right? Every off season, he's, he's perfecting the craft of being a media darling. Um, He's going to come over to the East coast, be in Philadelphia, be the number two to Joel, but be the guy with the ball in his hands at the end of the games, basically as the best uh, perimeter player. Right. I mean, and have a better chance to win one year out of the West but two, your you, you team structure is 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 more efficient when you you don't have the old school Pistons backcourt with Joe Dumars and, and, and Zeke with, with two diminutive guards back there. You know what I'm saying? So he should want to get out of there, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, beyond, I would want to get out of there before Dan gets out of there. Right. I I would hate to be there and damn goes and i'm like man oh. it's my team cuz you, you yeah who you they got to went through the draft basically cuz we know they don't went through free agency but yeah um i, I would i i i i would be out of there first thing smoking baby first thing smoking if i had that chance Well you said it
1: the draft we had the nba lottery here tonight bulls they got to give the pick to orlando they got number 8
0: so listen going to tell you how dumb i was today I'm looking. I'm still thinking that they're gonna put the Bulls sign because you know back in the days they would have put the Bulls uh, plaque up there, been like, but that that goes to so and so and so and so, right? They would have done it like that. I believe. I think that's how it used to go. So when they pull out the Magic, I'm like, oh snap! That's the Magic. That's what I thought too. I was like, that's the Magic's pick. We just jumped into the top four, right, dude. After the Kelsey down here, I start stomping my feet, screaming, <laughs> cursing. Yes! I'll just, dude, I was pumped. I go to Twitter. I'm like, I yes! Was too. I was like, yes, Bulls, yes! Right? Then I look at the top four because the top four, they start placing teams that leap. I'm like, wait, the Bulls aren't in the top four. Wait, didn't that? They didn't. I'm like, wait, hold up. That was. They did the Orlando because that was the Bulls pick? I it. You're
1: right. They
0: used to just do the cards, and if the trade happened, or you get the. It person. would say it, it. would say it on. It would. They would tell you when they show you the lineup next to it. It would say, "But this this right. goes to this team." But the actual right. card itself would was have still been the, the original Bulls. Team. It was still yeah, the original team, not the team that it was traded to. Um, so that threw me off. Uh, so then I sat down. I think even Mark Eversley was thrown off when they showed I too, him. I do Because he, 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 like, he was like, he was like. Hmm? Oh, wait, wait a minute. We're down in the top four. Hold on. But um I sat down and I was like, well, that was fun. At least I got some fun out of it, right? <laughs> I was like, well, at least, hey, they 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 didn't they, hey, they, they get was the For like Bulls history in the NBA
1: lottery, it was really fun around nine or ten, and then it started yeah. going down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're about to get kicked! Cunningham, him right dude i'm like i'm like dude I, I i'm i'm all the way in i'm like shit if we going to if we going to jump into the draft i'm not even look, i was going i was i was fine with sucks I'm like, I would have been fine with Suggs or Green. I didn't want Mobley because I don't want to do another big man. They brought in Patrick Williams. Right. You you have Booch in there now. I'm not waiting on Evan Mobley for three to four years to develop an offensive game. Um, I'm good off of that. But if you gave me one of those wing players, but, but if, man, we dog, if they had Cade Cunningham, Booch, oh. and Zach Levine, and they've been looking for a point guard, but now your point guard is six eight. all right? We now we cooking with grease, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was what we. And the problem, this is another problem because I was talking to Tony, and Tony was like, um, no, I don't want them to have another young player. They haven't been uh they haven't been uh, bringing up their players anyway. Look at uh, Daniel Daniel And I was like, "You don't talk about Daniel Gaff because when I used to mention him to you, you didn't even want to hear about Red, right?" But I was like, <laughs> "No, I was like they need a new they need a stud because they can't break in free agents, but they'll never be this bad again probably. Like they're not going to be this. They're going to have a better record next year." Right. So they're not going to probably be. Yeah, they're not going to be in the lottery or they'll be at the tail end of the lottery next year. Hopefully, I mean, you're going to improve
1: world. at point guard of some kind mm-hmm. through free it's agency. Right. And you're going to have another year of Zach and Vooch playing together. You're going to have another year of Billy Donovan, who's going to get a full offseason, full training camp. Like,
0: yeah, more than likely you're fighting for that eight seed legitimately. Right. So you aren't going to be this bad, but now you're going to have this accoutrement of players who aren't good enough to get to a title. They, they don't in have. The East. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the East is tougher than what it was a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. There's other teams in the East too. Charlotte got a point guard. Now that solves a lot of problems. And he was out for half of the season this year. Right. You know what I'm saying? M- Miami, they may get their ish back together. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are teams out there in the East. Bl- listen, Toronto's only going to stay down for so long. And I what, they got the fourth deck. pick? They yeah. got the fourth pick? You know what I'm saying? So they may they may get Jalen Green there, right? Like, right. Just, just think about that, right? Like, so maybe they get Mobley
1: and pair him with uh, everyone that they have up there. That might be right. a really scary right. team. I mean,
0: they need and a point guard. Especially if Masai picks him up, then you know, he's bona fide. Right. Right. And listen, they need a point guard since it looks probably like, uh, um, Kyle Lowry's probably going to lead to try to t- l- 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 jump onto Four-Tibals. a contender. I, I thought about that. I wouldn't be <laughs> mad at that. I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. But, uh, you know, so man, that that was an interesting draft lottery, all right. And it, and the thing is, now I don't even have to watch the NBA draft, honestly, because my team's not in it, right? Um, right. It, it, it's just like, oh, uh, so anticlimactic. But it, was, it still was fun. But it's one of those things where you make that deal, and I thought the Bulls were going to have enough luck to be able I to know. kick that take that can, can the next four. year. Just get the, just give yeah, just give four. <laughs> Would have been fine, even though I don't know Suggs would have been there. Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga would have been there for – because he was my initial guy that I was like, you know, if they can just get Suggs, but Kay Cunningham and, you know – I we'll, I'll we'll see him all the time with Detroit. Yeah, until he leaves because, you know, it's Detroit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you better play – y'all hometown. better be – listen, you better be good because – after that rookie contract, after he gets that first mega deal, he's right. going to start looking for, for, for a, a, a greener. A little more west in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, think about by the time we're talking about, he gets drafted. He, he seven years from now, basically, you know, seven years from now to where he's almost in the middle of that that that, that, that max deal that he's probably going to get um, to where he's starting to be like, if they're not really in contention, Who are these teams out there and Anthony Davis is not probably going to be with the Lakers at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be teams. Who's going to be with Miami? Like, there's going to be teams in sexy scenarios, right? Let alone we don't know who the superpowers are going to be. You know what I'm saying? That can be uh, extra attractive to a young man trying to make a name for himself and build a legacy out for himself.
1: Well, it's interesting you say that because, like, how many years were we dominated by the friendship of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh kind of thing and, like, all their relationships? What about when all the Devin Bookers and his era of superstars are all max free agents at the same time? Right. And they're deciding which places are going to go and how to break up the league and control from there. Like it could be, like you said, it could be just Lakers going crazy with a brand new pairing, Miami, and maybe you get a leftover free agent for the Bulls for once. Mm-hmm. It could be really maybe, interesting.
0: Maybe Boston has this ish together. Like it's, I mean, it's they got a Tatum. Lot of- I know I'd want to play with them. Got Jalen Brown. And so, again, uh, it was pretty good until our team had to pay back their draft pick for bringing in Vucevic, which was okay, man. It's just that was that was deflating. But I had fun, but I'm actually, I was tired. I was like, damn, I'm tired now, right? Because I mean, dude, I went full on like out, like I popped the bottle like we won a championship, dog. I went full on. I wanted this (sighs) carrot, you know? Yes. I wanted that
1: little nugget, like a Tuesday in the middle of June, Bears camp far away. Like baseball season has been ugly the last couple of weeks for the mm-hmm. hometown teams. Just give me this nugget. Give me a first round pick in the NBA draft,
0: dude. It, on top of that, the the, the partner that with getting, uh, bringing in Justin Fields. Uh, oh, Doc, if we was going to have oh, Justin Cunningham Sims and Kay Cunningham, oh. Dog, we was going to be straight for a decade, man. The wintertime was going to be tight in the city of Chicago. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, and both teams
1: in baseball are in first place? Like, oh, oh. Dude, it was,
0: was going to be different. It was going to be different around here, man. It was going to be different. Uh I mean, because they think about the stuff you could do. The players that you could move like in two or three years if he really if K Cunningham really starts to pan out and you like you got Zach on a new deal but you like man we get we gotta we can move out for him and maybe get something for him it's just man that one's that one's that one sucked uh the NBA damn you for tricking us Uh, oh I don't
1: get it can the Bulls write a check like I thought for sure there was a handshake ping pong deal to get the Bulls in the four I did too
0: I thought
1: <laughs> I thought it I was, was like, 100%. I was like, listen. Now they Arthur stopped taking.
0: The Bulls stopped tanking for y'all a couple years back, right? So you you going to hook us up, right? Like you going you know that now that would this is the cherry on top to get the city back alive, right? Like come on now. Lee, and then I up. see Cleveland again in the top Dude,
1: 4. All I was like, the time. Listen.
0: I was like, I knew Cleveland was gonna get number one. I said, so wait, it's gonna be four number ones in a twenty-year period. Like, who the hell right. sacrificed who right. in this situation to get this setup, this, this scenario set up like this, right? Right. Um, and the so Bulls have that, had like four number sevens in twenty years, right, dude. Like, I mean, think. Like, the Bulls have only had in my lifetime. No, they've had two number one picks in my lifetime. Yeah. Brand, Brand, both from Duke. Uh, no, actually, Jay Williams was number two. Jay Williams was number two. Oh yes. Elton Brand was the only number one in my lifetime that the Bulls have ever had. Well, Derrick George- Rose, good one. So, oh, that's sacrilege. That man, was sacrilege. That was sacrilege right there. I blanked out. I totally blanked out right there. <laughs> You're right though, too. You're right. Yeah, too. But uh, both point guards. But uh, yeah, man, that one was good. But it. It hurt, man, like a next level leaving you. It just hurt, man. I that know. One. Oh, man. That's NBA dumbass Cleveland. Like, just this <sighs> idiot. Somewhere. And on top of that, to see, to see the thieving Ben Wallace who <laughs> used to show up to get his paycheck within a Bulls uniform with a mask on his face. All right, the thieving Ben Wallace ass sitting there gloating, knowing he came here looking like slumbered. a supervillain with that gray. Right. <laughs> well, but, but it was like, what? Where'd they have him set up at? It, it was like he was in an attic with a basketball court behind him. It was like what type of I think setup? He was are in y'all Chicago do? at the the combine
1: trying to find more
0: money to steal somewhere in the exactly, building. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness, that. Oh, my goodness. See that, man. What I was a like,
1: horrible free
0: agent. That might have listen, been an all-timer. Oh, it was all-time horrible, man. Like, we thought he was going to be straight. And Shadi came here and was like, give me this check. <laughs> oh, listen, I kind of – listen, I was rude. At that point, I was slightly rude for Houston. But I really wasn't because I feel like Houston did this to themselves and they need to pay for it. Right. So it's like, you suffer, you suffer more, OPC Houston. He
1: has like 10 million first-round picks for the next seven years. They have 18 – are you right. kidding me? Right. like they, They're they going to be a good team eventually. How can you not be with 18 first-round picks in you a seven-year so? period?
0: You think so? If you so, guys had up,
1: Sam Presti, listen. you might be all-time bad somehow.
0: I see Danny Yanks. Remember, Danny had so many picks. He's
1: still got Jason Tatum, though.
0: Okay. Okay. But Danny has so many picks. It was both. Remember, there was so many picks. Like, I can deal for any superstar in the league. Dog, you know, what Boston should have just did. They should have told Anthony Davis, screw you and trade it for him. And see if they could have won it. If they could have ran it twice. That, that, that season, that year and the year after with those two young players and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and with, 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 with him and see if you can get him to stay here. Because LeBron wasn't going to wait a year and a half for Anthony Davis. He was going to have to do something yeah. else. You know right. what I'm saying? So I would have done it. I Because look, now look at Boston. Your window basically closed. I'm not saying that st- that you still don't have a chance with these players in the future, but they look like they were on the precipice of winning a title or, you know what I'm saying, of, of, with what they had with picks and those, those young that young talent. They should have just did it, man. They should have just went ahead. and.
1: Danny it. Ainge just became enthralled with the spirit of the Celtic fan and the racism that they have. <laughs> They're good people. <laughs>
0: I feel I've never, I've never experienced this ever. Uh, are you talking about what Big Baby Davis was saying? No, Danny. Goofy, H- oh, because he no, no, Danny, That's what that's what uh, Big Baby Davis was saying. Like Boston fans, I've never experienced racism. It's like such a big ass down, you goofy ass. Big baby. Sorry, I had to take that the drink of water, but uh, yeah, man. So right. uh, let's go. You You're parched from spitting all this truth. <sighs> Right. So, uh, you know what time it is, man. It's time for the best segment of the show, man. Let's go up for grabs. Let's go
1: Bears heavy because I love mini camp, and we're far away from training camp. So, I had a thought. What do you think the Bears defense needs to show up more? Eddie Goldman or Robert Quinn?
0: Eddie Goldman. Um, I mean, we've seen what this defense can do with one supreme uh, uh, pass rusher, edge rusher. It'd be good to have two of them or one and a really good one, but we saw how this team got ran on without Eddie Goldman last year. And even though at the, towards the end of the season, Bilal Nichols have become more stout, planted the nose tackle, um, you need Eddie Goldman to be the center of that front seven to stop the run and to push in that pocket, uh, creating a actually helping uh, helping Khalil Mack even more because not allowing the quarterback to step up you know what I'm saying so I have to say that it's Eddie Goldman who I am concerned uh, with him not being there in mandatory tra- uh, uh, mandatory mini camp um, you think he shows I, for training camp I would think so but who knows man I mean they just brought in Pennell uh, you know trying to cover that ass but I mean the, 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 uh, Matt Nagy said that was not an excuse absence You know what I'm saying? So he's doing what he wants to do right now. And you start to, and this is just my opinion, but you start to come up with different scenarios of what's going on. So what my thought was, is it COVID? Is he just that afraid of coming in contact for, or even bringing it home to his family? Or is it that he doesn't want to play football or he doesn't want to play football football for the Chicago Bears? You know, like, is, is there a chance that maybe that relationship is frayed uh it, it's just some of those things that are running through my head because I mean he's he's got what two more years left on that new contract I think right. he's in the middle of it the middle of that I contract mean, he was didn't he get that extension right before like 2018 that's what I'm saying and he missed last year so he didn't accrue a year last year right so he, he still had two he still has two more years left on that deal Um, I don't know if he's just like I'm done with it you know what I'm saying so Um, it'd be interesting you know you got you a top four top five nose tackle right there Um, and since it's not a sexy position you know when you're not the number one your name isn't necessarily put out there but you know what this defense can be with Eddie Goldman so I want to say Eddie Goldman because even if you look at it if Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack are doing their thing the quarterback still has a better chance of stepping up into the pocket without Eddie Goldman uh, collapsing the pocket
1: And I I agree with you. I think uh, that's a great point because you got to stop the run. They were a dominant run-stuffing team under Vic Fangio. They have not been since Vic Fangio has left. They really need to get back to stopping the run, and that's going to make Khalil Mack and some of these pass rushers even better. And Robert Quinn's not going to help out in stopping the run. But I Mm -hmm. do think I I comboed these two players because I think it's a little bit ironic that, like, The horrible contract of Robert Quinn is not allowing you to really sign anybody to help you on defense. And you needed to spend all your draft capital essentially on offense for what you needed. It's like this signing of Robert Quinn. We were
0: talking about Ben Wallace. Boy, move over. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one that he is on that list. If he comes in this year and has the same results as last year, him and Ben Wallace both show up with ski masks Ooh. at Chicago check-catching places. <laughs> um, like, this dude, man. is has got it's...
1: A, a robbery over on lakefront. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, listen! It like just, just taking, taking the dough. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, if he, if he plays the same way that he did last year, he Virginia McCaskey needs to, to pop him with her purse and close it when he tries to put his hand in there to get his check because he is not earning no, those digits as of right now. Man, that one fumble sack—that's—that's that's <laughs> that's not enough. It's not enough, bro. It's not enough, man. Like you said, like you have us cash strapped. Like, dude, do you know we could have just paid uh Leonard Floyd? Right. Like man. Had, like uh, like you know, a decent
1: little defensive tackle in case you don't have Eddie Goldman, another corner yeah, instead of
0: Desmond Trufine? Like no, do you know what Leonard Floyd would have accepted for a three year deal last year if the Bears would sort have of came at him for a three year deal? And just they wouldn't even have to pay him that 15 million. They could have paid him probably nine and stretched it out or 10. But and now you're sitting here taking up all this this cash and not producing it all on the field. Like, come on, now, man, you you got to get out there, and get to that quarterback, bro. And as you said, he's not a, a run defender. He's a one trick pony. I can't do that trick.
1: Speaking of excitement on this team. Wanted to talk about some position groups that have you intrigued besides quarterback now that we're, I guess, slowly previewing training camp coming up with a lot of fierce competition in the throughout the position groups on the team.
0: Um, OK, I, I broke this into two. My positive and my negative. My positive, what intrigues me, is the out room when you have uh, Demir Bird, uh, Marquise Goodwin there. Um, and, and 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 that's on top of looking at Mooney and, and Allen Robinson, um, and
1: hopefully uh, the uh, I'm blanking on his name, the sixth round draft pick.
0: Oh, talking about Calvin really? Oh, from this year, yeah. Daz Newsom, Daz Newsom, Newsom, who injured his shoulder? Uh, who injured his, his collarbone? Collarbone broke his collarbone. Um, yeah, but now he's going to be pushed back. He's not yeah. so you know he's not going to get those reps. They're sold. hoping for the start of training camp, but probably. Yeah. So as far as now, those guys are going to get a chance to really know the playbook from ins and in, in, outs a lot better than a rookie. You know, he probably needs to focus on special teams as of right now and trying to get out there as a, a kick returner. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the wideouts and the running back room because I think they have a lot of depth in both of them now. So those, are, those intrigue me, but in a positive way. So I'm not worried. But the negative room is the cornerback DB room. Um, because you got one as, – as far as we know, you got one quarterback. You know what I'm saying? As far as Trufant playing the whole year, who knows how that's going to work out. They're
1: really and, banking on that Kendall Vildor. I said, yeah, Kendall oh. Vildor
0: played well, but he's not You you – you're playing – you're not playing man to man. You're playing in the zone. You know, and what he's a fifth so, round
1: pick in like his second year with not a lot of experience.
0: That's it's hard. It's hard to rely on a guy like that. True, true. But I mean, damn! If you if if he does, if he is a player, you got both of your cornerbacks out of last year's draft. That's that's saying something. Both your hey, starting and right base. He's good at the fifth round. That's what yeah, it, so that's his
1: money round.
0: That room, I'm a little. I'm still concerned about. And I feel like, and it's particularly just the cornerbacks, uh, you need another vet, you know what I'm saying? So somebody that can get out there because the last thing you need is to be getting beat because you've got one good deep, one good corner out there and the other one is suspect and they're going after him. I like
1: that. I'm going to copy that. I'll start with my negative, and I think it's that defensive line room. I'm very worried about the defensive line room, especially because defensive line coach Jay Rogers is no longer here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they have talent there, but Akeem Hicks has been uh, hurt a lot the last couple seasons. So if he's not there and Eddie Goldman, we just don't know. Like we just talked about, I'm I'm pretty worried with Bilal Nichols as our best defensive line. Even though I like Bilal, it just I'm not uh, I'm not feeling some of these backups. And we don't even have guys like Nick Williams. Well, Akeem, that Akeem, really Hicks. There.
0: Akeem Hicks would be your best defensive. No, one.
1: no, no. I'm saying if he gets injured and oh, I'm you're sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. And you don't have Eddie Goldman, you're mm-hmm. really bare. there, really, really bare. And I mean, yeah, a lot of teams would be bare without their top two defensive linemen, but you knew coming into the season, you don't know what you're getting out of Eddie Goldman and you know, Akeem Hicks. I mean, you let him go find a trade. You can't be relying on him that heavily, but your cash strap, what can you really do when you didn't have enough Capital in the draft to really address the positions besides a seventh rounder, so I'm very worried about the defensive line, especially how we talked about too. They really struggled in stopping the run the last couple of seasons, and without defensive linemen, that's one of the hardest ways to not stop the run essentially. But in terms of a positive, I really like that running back room, like you mentioned, the wide receiver room. Um but I'm going to stick with the safety room. I think mm. that that's a position that I like overall, because I think Eddie Jackson's going to start being used correctly. First of all, oh. Oh. I don't think uh, Chuck Pagano was really using Eddie Jackson. And I think Tayshaun Gibson's a really good complimentary piece mm-hmm. to Eddie that. Jackson. And you bring uh, back, was it Jordan? Josh Lucas or Jordan Lucas from the uh, Kansas city chief that you got last year, that safety that didn't play because of the COVID pandemic season. He's back. You still have some of those familiar faces like Deandre Houston, Carson and Dion Bush. So I think that that's a really solid room. Maybe not as uh, as sexy as running back and wide receiver, like you pointed out, but just thinking about it, there was a long stretch from Mike Brown through like those lovey Smith years. They couldn't find a safety. Let alone having a pretty solid room of defensive
0: safety. Chris, Chris Conte era, oh, uh, 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 major uh, uh, major headhunting. <laughs> yeah, um, right head hunting. Yeah, it was it was it was bad business for a period of time. There was a lot
1: of guys. It's hard to even remember. Like there was the Oregon guy, and then uh, there was uh, one of the Chris's Harris's, One uh-huh. of those. Had, yeah, man. Was, who was it, it, who was with Devin Hester in that draft? Who was taken right before Devin Hester? That's safe. Daniel Manning. Yeah, Daniel yeah, Manning. Man. Every good, time. Good, good
0: return. Good return, guy. Yeah, uh, yeah do the but yeah. yeah, but yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, we definitely always appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. Uh, we'll be back next week with another show. Also, probably hit you with a flip. Uh, Next week, too. So make sure that you definitely stay with us. Uh, Keep listening. Uh, Definitely hit us up on social media if you got anything interesting or we said something that you want to comment about. But uh, above everything, man, be safe.